Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. This is a student project aiming to promote awareness and understanding of mental health on our campus. Each silhouette found around the building has their own story. Listen to each one to hear individuals share their thoughts and experiences relating to mental health in college. This is story three, where a faculty member discusses what it's like to have a family member struggling with mental health issues. Just a warning, this episode may contain sensitive content. So I, I have a son that is bipolar and I didn't realize it until he'd already moved out of the home and one day he, at 18, took my younger children, uh, 16 and 15, 16 and 15, and decided to go camping at uh, the Wisconsin Dells. No the whatever that lake is over there um and it was in the middle of winter it was in january and he thought it was a good idea to take my children camping and they then phoned me and were very scared um they did end up getting home i was in chicago at the time they did end up getting home and i went to my son's house after they after we got back and he was sleeping on the balcony um, had really decided that he was invincible and could do just about anything, but felt like he couldn't live in the house because there were cameras everywhere. And mm -hmm. he was sure that he was being watched. So he decided to sleep on the balcony underneath his mattress, which he pulled out. I was able to get him through a lot of convincing with his friends um, to get him to the hospital because he was definitely not normal and was not functioning at all and we ended up getting him into um, the psychiatric ward or whatever they call it and he was there for three weeks and got on medication and that's when he was first diagnosed as being bipolar he did okay for a while um, there seems to have been a 16 month pattern for a while where every 16 months he would have another episode and his second time he couldn't speak actually so he was so in such a deep depression that he was literally in fog mm -hmm. and could not complete a sentence, could not say anything that made any sense at all. Um, was again, very, very paranoid, but mostly could not weed himself through this fog. And I ended up getting him back into the hospital and that was also very hard. And that was for three weeks. Um, the third time he was manic again, this time he felt like it was a good idea to be homeless and I couldn't find him for quite a few days. Um, he had, we'd, we'd gotten him to stay in my house and one night he decided that he was going to walk the dog and he chose to walk the dog in my husband's pants, which were twice his size, and my other son's leather jacket, which was too small. So he duct taped the pants to himself, thinking that that looked really cool, and left the house in his leather jacket and duct tape pants. Walked the dog, decided that he didn't want to be walking the dog anymore, and let the dog go. She came back to the house, and then he disappeared. And we found him a couple days later. Um, he had 
decided that he wanted to be homeless and he wanted to experience that. And again, it was in the winter, so he spent a night under a bridge. Um, and then I was able to get a lot of his friends in contact with a lot of them, and so we kind of did a little hunt, and we all spread around, out, around throughout Madison, and some we kept having sightings. <laughs> one one of his friends would sight him down at, up at the Capitol, and another one would sight him down near Walgreens, and we kept going back and forth on State Street, and we finally were able to locate him, and one of his friends was able to convince him to go back to the hospital. The other time, um, was probably the most scary this time for me. They're all scary, but this time he chose to move out um, with his girlfriend and they were moving to Oregon and he thought it was a really good idea to drive her and he was manic and he felt like he wanted to give her the experience of a lifetime. Well, he almost killed them by almost driving off a cliff. Um, but thank goodness that he didn't drive them off a cliff, but he did go over so many rocks that he totaled the car. And so then they ended up having to, I don't even know how they ended up getting, getting to Portland, but they did. And his girlfriend contacted me and said she couldn't, she didn't, he, he jumped out of the car that they were renting because he needed to show her this restaurant of some sort. And so she went running after him and she really had no sense of where she was because she'd never been there before, so she lost the car. So I ended up flying out there and uh, we had to not only help my son get back on track, but also find the car. Mm -hmm. And then we had to actually go back and drive to get to the car that was totaled so that we could get that back into it was just craziness um he, he did finally snap out of that one he 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 just thought that he knew everything that there was to know about portland and about moving and about life and, and that he was going to show us all what that was actually like um I was able to get him back on medication, and he stayed on it for a little while, but he decided that it made him sleep too much and it made him fat, and so he went off of it, and this was a, three years ago, and he's been off ever since. He has not, I don't know if he's grown out of it or what's happened, but he hasn't really had an episode, but every day I wonder, and if I don't hear from him, I worry mm -hmm. and when I do hear from them I'm always just really so aware of his tone or when he writes to me I it's I'm always paying attention to that but then now he has he's on heroin so now he's addicted to heroin so so I don't know what's better or what's worse but none of it's good so being a parent of a child that is so amazing, I mean, he's the most amazing child you could ever imagine. He was the one that always wanted everybody to get together for Christmas. He was the one that, who, that would reach out to all the cousins. He was the, he was the glue to the family, mm -hmm. and, and he's not that anymore.
And that's just really hard. Mm -hmm. So that's my life <laughs> as a parent with a mentally unstable child. Thank you.